All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of hype right now. I'm super hype. Um, we've got so much you know going on right now. I had an amazing Thanksgiving. You know, we did the best we could with it. Just a few, you know, just a few people, just a little bit of family. Um, but I, I worked out. I definitely ate my my uh, my weight in love. <laughs> had some had some really good food. But ultimately, I know that, you know, especially for, you know, my, my family that had to cook alone and couldn't really travel. Um, we're going to have some really good cooks in 2021. So <laughs> Like that is uh, that is happening. That is a thing. I got some new recipes and some new things that I like and I'm going to try and, um, you know, it's it's going to be beautiful. By the time we get to this point next year, um, I want to have like a couple new recipes. I, I do want to grill and smoke some things. Um, there's just it's endless possibilities. But cheat codes. I want to talk about shortcuts and cheat codes. So I wish I could say there's no such thing as cheat codes and shortcuts. That would be a lie. That would be a lie. So long story short, (laughs) if you were a kid and you ever had one of those, um, you know, those old school, not Nintendos, but right after that. A Sega Genesis, you play this game called Sonic the Hedgehog. And like, of course, if you have kids or you babysit and you you have seen kids, um, you know, run around as Sonic the Hedgehog in the costume or you see the movie with Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, it's great. It's fun. You know, he's adorable. This little blue hedgehog, which is nothing like nothing like a hedgehog. They look like a couch with needles <laughs> that's what a real hedgehog looks like um but yeah sonic the hedgehog when this game first came out if you got it in time you could get this cheat code before you know the next popular game came out i think it was like mortal Kombat or something or street fighter um you could do this cheat code it was like up c down c left c right c hold a and then press start and you could, I'm not joking, like you could copy or make anything. You could make like a whole row of rings and just go pick up all those rings. You could just sit there and copy, 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 copy. Just make all the little gems and rings that you would collect. You know, we all we all collect things, you know, experience points, all that stuff. <laughs> so it was it was a thing that you had to learn. If you, if you hear what I'm saying, it was something that you had to take the time to get like you didn't get the cheat code when you first started playing the game. Like you had to go through the highs and lows of playing the game um, to actually get it. And and I did want to do a podcast on don't hate the player, hate the game. That'll come later. <laughs> but just different energy, just just different energy right now. So I'm going to speak to it. Um, All these shortcuts. All of these cheat codes, they come from attempts. They come from faith. They come from trials. They come from mistakes. And uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> these Under Armour 
cleats and these football um, um, shoes and pads and all this stuff that we have now, that's a cheat code. That's a shortcut. Because they used to just slap leather on their body. Or uh, uh, before Nike was created, before the Nike shoes and the waffle iron where the gentleman made uh, the uh, rubber that would stick to the soles. Like, they were just using leather boots and leather shoes, just thicker soles. Um, They weren't using the rubber that we now use and love. Like, I have an ugly pair of Brooks, but they're the most comfortable pair of running shoes I've ever worn in my life. That is a cheat code. That is a shortcut. Yes, it is the evolution of all these things, of attempts, of faith, of trials, of mistakes. It's the evolution of those things. Go and show, go and share with your grandparents, however old you are. Go visit them at that age and just let them put on a pair of your Nikes. They'll cry from the comfort that their foot will feel. Especially um, because as you go back in time, it's a little bit different. Um, We're starting to get back to it, but. For a lot of black people, if you say I work on a farm, they're going to equate that with slavery. Well, there are farms uh, where black people own and work the farm. And back in those times, as you go back further, like everyone had a garden, black, white, Mexican, Italian, Czech, Irish. Everyone had a garden. This is why so many of the things that show up on Thanksgiving are staples like collard greens, um, like mashed potatoes, um, candied yams. Um, all these things that were vegetable-based were grown right in grandma's garden or the, the family garden. And your your grandma or your grandpa was one of five to ten kids. So each kid would have something to do. <laughs> each kid, oh, uh, Ruthie Mae, you work them tomatoes. And, and uh, uh, Reginald? Reginald, I need you to go work on those turnips. And and Susie May, Lula May, I need you to uh pull up those uh kohlrabis. <laughs> and the lucky kid, the lucky kid gets to carry the watermelon and hopefully not eat it on the way home. Um but yeah, try sharing any of the things that you have now. Like real talk, give your parents a pair of Jordans or whatever this shoe is. I guarantee you, if I would have been wearing a pair of Brooks as a runner, like they have like really nice ones now that look like, I mean, they're like a bag of Skittles. They can make whatever they want. If I would have been wearing a pair of Brooks training wise, like the really nice ones they have now while I was in college, no knee surgery, um, no shin problems, no shin splints. Now, I did pull my hamstring. That was, you know. That was my doing. I thought I could do everything. Um, you know, little ego death. <laughs> Thank you, Lady L. Um, yeah, it's the shortcut is ultimately the playbook that we're building. Every coach, especially a football coach with that 53-man roster. Like, really think about this. With a 53-man roster, this is why I would never want to be a football coach. Watching them yell and all their face getting red. And like Mike Tomlin, he's a coach of the Steelers. He does an excellent job of never, <laughs> he doesn't make any facial expressions. And he looks like Omar Epps, which makes me laugh. 
But like, it's 53 man roster. Designing plays and having your offensive and defensive coordinator, they're calling them plays, but they're actually cheat codes because you've studied long enough to know the attempts, the faith, the trials, and the mistakes of everyone on the field based on what they're going to be doing. You've got analysts studying. You've got personal trainers uh, healing up the wounds and studying. You've got coaches and assistants studying. You've got guys up in the skybox watching with the 30,000-foot view, you know, looking and studying. So you're looking at this playbook. It's a cheat code. That is a shortcut. Only thing is, is your shortcut through, um, you know, hot lava? Is it through broken glass? Is it through the dead of winter? Is it through a, a dark desert at midnight? Is it through a well-paved area? You know, like where is where is the shortcut? That's what kind of determines whether people look at it as a shortcut or a cheat code or not, where it is. So you could be looking at him. Oh, no, I, I no, I'm not doing that. I'd rather do this or I'd rather do that. And, you know, it's it comes up a little bit different. So rejection is painful in an unplanned environment. OK. But you need that. Our rejection and failures are notes. And so, like. Let me give you an example. You're in school and you're used to getting a grade. Okay. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Ugh. You just don't, you don't want to go down, especially for your kids. You don't want your kids to have bad grades. But this whole time, like, I want you to think about this. This whole time, K through 12, you have an attempt based on your faith your trials and your mistakes, you have an attempt and you bring forward your information, your homework, all this stuff. And it is set before a judge, a teacher to be graded, assessed and analyzed. And like most teachers, hey, come see me or you get some notes. You know, seven plus seven is 14, not 15. You know, they'll give you the notes on what it is. So even though they're rejecting you, they're giving you uh, constructive criticism. Right. So do this, don't do that doesn't really work like you need the notes <laughs> like you need those notes. But rejection is ultimately going to show you at that time what it is you need to change. So if you don't get an A, I'm not going to say having a B or a C is rejection, but to some people, anything less than a B or a C is like death. They're just like, oh my God. Oh my God. C plus. I can do it. Oh my God. You know, like people lose it. Like, and I, I even had a friend. It's a friend of mine. He's a very successful engineer. He's a rapper. Like, it sounds like I'm talking about a fictional person, but most people, um, I know him. Uh, he's just a really intelligent, really successful guy. And, um, I think I was in computer, computer aided draft class, CAD. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I think I got like a B minus. He was like, I ain't, I ain't getting no B's. 
I was like, what? I was like, that's a good grade. He was like, I ain't letting nobody F up my report card. He's like, I'm coming home with A's today. A's, A's, A's. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And it's what's funny is, for some people, the way they set standards, the, this cheat code and these shortcuts that I'm talking about, they exist on a different level, on a different plane. So when I said earlier, you know, it could be a cheat code that goes through broken glass, can go through hot lava, <laughs> can go through the dead of winter or the night. Like some people are so driven and focused with how they've worked and how they show their homework that they don't um they don't look at it as uh I guess how would I say it? They don't look at it as a shortcut the way you do. They look at it as business as usual. You know what I mean? So it's not like I need to go two miles. And the two miles is in a crescent shape, drive-wise. But if I can cut across, now that two miles is just one mile from point A to point B. That would be a shortcut. That would be that cheat code. But for some of these people, what I'm saying is they're expecting (laughs) that cheat code or that shortcut, that, that point A to point B, to be a country road or to be um, a freeway or a highway. When you change the, the, the layout or change the perception and change the way it looks a little bit, now they're a little bit upset because they know how it works. They know the playbook. So that's why I said, do this, don't do that. That isn't the mindset that helps us grow. You know, we need to be able to taste the success or see it. Then they put you in another city. They put you in another state. They put you in another country. And you're like, mm, I know what a waste of time looks like. But now I know what, you know, I know the right course. We'll, we'll just change it for a second. Instead of cheat code and shortcut, we'll change it to the right course. So I know the right course and how to get things done. The way I actually learned this, um, actually learned this this summer is I had been asking um, one person for help with a project at work. And I kept getting, you know, kind of the answer I didn't want, which I'm, that's not new. Everybody's going to have that person that tells them no. And it wasn't that I didn't like this person. It wasn't that I didn't trust their answer. I did trust their answer. I just wanted to do a little bit more homework. In doing that homework and building my own playbook and chatting with people, it eliminated so much more stress and worry and confusion and and lists and lists of questions and ultimately helped me to get a deal signed. And honestly... It didn't really feel like a shortcut. It didn't really feel like a, a, a cheat code. It just felt like the right thing to do. It was the right course. So I hate to say it, but in a lot of cases, for a lot of people, that shortcut is really going to end up being point A to point B. Like to, to everybody else, it's, oh, man, he's so good with this. Or, oh, man, she's so good with that. When really... 
All you did was form a way to make a better straight line. <laughs> so you just found a, a better way to, to stay the course, to go the right course. Now, I'll use another example. You know, when I went off to college, I was recruited to run the 400 hurdles. I'm going to say it. 400 hurdles. 400 hurdles. So the race that I hate, the 400, that I only ran as a team effort, only did it for my teammates in high school. Now I'm going to sign up and, and get a scholarship to run that race with 10 hurdles in it. Ugh, gross. <laughs> I thought I was being recruited to run, the, you know, 110 high hurdles and eat candy and, you know, eat ramen noodles every night and have the greatest time of my life. Well, wrong. <laughs> so... As a as as a 110 hurdler who grimaced and grinned and bear it through the 300 hurdles, um, I was now recruited to run the 400 hurdles. Right. Well, here's the thing. The uh, three 300 and 400 hurdles, the height, not much different at all. You know, height and distance, not much different at all. But the 110 high hurdles, if you're going from high school at 18 to the professionals, the the world and Olympic standard goes from 39 inches to 42 inches. Now, keep in mind, I do not wear high heels. I did not grow three inches. The track did not lower three inches for me or raise three inches for me in my favor. Like nothing came in my favor. So that first year, I crashed a lot. Like I would just crack, 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 crack. Crack, crack, just crashed right into the hurdle, which was embarrassing and painful because here you come from this environment where you maybe you were a state champion or you were a standout and everybody's, you know, excited about you and they want to see what you can do. And here you are looking like it's your first day walking, you know, like a deer on ice. <laughs> well, uh oh, <laughs> so here we go running into these, uh, you know, high hurdles, crashing and, and all this, you know, embarrassing stuff. And for, I, I want to say about, I want to say about a year and a half, um, all I did was, you know, just train and just not feel that embarrassment, but just dealt with it. I just dealt, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, dang, it's, it's just not going well. And, um, then I, I come back that next year and it got a little bit better. Um, well, what happened was initially um, because I'm I'm me and I can be a workaholic at sometimes. It's not about it's not about overachieving. It's just I just wanted to do a good job. You know, I just want to do a good job. Um, I started going by myself and doing drills in the morning. Now, doing those drills in the morning helped me develop my body and helped me develop a style of running that allowed me to almost emulate what the professionals were doing as a shorter guy. So I'm 5'9". Most hurdlers are 5'10", in between 5'10 to 6'3". So I'm on the, the lowest of low spectrums for high hurdles and doing a great job. So... What happened was I started to train myself in the mornings just to get it. Like, I just wanted to get it. Boom. That same year, 
I get uh God, what was it? Was it third? Yeah, I think it was. Was it third? No. I'm sorry. Let me let me tell my own story right. <laughs> that year I had cornrows. <laughs> I won our conference championship. And here's the thing. I wasn't the fastest person. I wasn't favored in that race. But while I was running my race, I think it shook everybody. And two of the guys that should have won were fighting each other the whole way down the track. Now, keep in mind, it's a hurdle race that you have to run yourself. But Once you get tangled up with somebody and your arms start swinging out too wide and this and that, I created my own cheat code. I developed my style and what I needed to succeed in my lane. Like when people say stay in your own lane, like no one understands that better than a track athlete, than a runner. Because if you run the 100, the 200, the 400, mm, I can say the first lap of the 800 as a, as a runner, as a track and field athlete, no one understands that better than a track athlete. Because when you get out of your lane, you get disqualified. And that's the thing, like, you almost pray that your competition wants to cheat that bad to step on your lane three times and get disqualified. Because you're like, hey, I, I, I guess you don't know the rules. I guess you can't control yourself. I guess you really aren't faster if you can't run the right way. <laughs> so that was my cheat code. That was my iPhone one, you know. That eventually became the iPhone 10. I'm like off. I don't have an iPhone. Oops. <laughs> I only use one for work. But you start off back in was like 18, 19, something with the Model T car. And it's this jalopy, just this hunk of junk with the iron wheels that barely have anything on it. And I don't know what your first car was, but... To if you were to look at the car that you have now with your push to start, with your you know your locks, your keyless entry, you know all all these bells and whistles that you have, you know I can push a couple numbers and unlock the car. My doors open up the suicide doors or remote start. That's what I meant, not keyless start. Remote start. <laughs> All that, all those, th- all those things are shortcuts and cheat codes that came from the attempts, the faith, the trials, and the mistakes of the past. So instead of hanging on to emotion all day, write down those critiques. I, I was a theater minor in uh, college, and I just, <laughs> like some of the ladies that taught our class would just explain, like, you know, you might get one gold nugget, but you're going to get like, you know, nine poison fruits. People will berate you and trash talk you and 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 criticize you so harshly in the music industry, in the, the acting industry, in the um I mean many, you know, you got many on air personalities where people people can trash you, but it's like Okay, but did you die? (laughs) It's like, you just got to keep going. And it's those things, those critiques, you write that down and you can maybe do something with it. I wouldn't recommend going online 
and looking at, um, you know, critiques, just random people on Facebook and Instagram critiquing people's like movies and albums and all that. Like, I'm not with that um, because it, it is kind of lower level vibration. I'm just going to be honest. Um, I can't tell you how many things I've enjoyed and had a good time with that people tried to say was trash in the beginning. Like, like for example, you got funny movies like Cable Guy. They trash this thing in the beginning, and it's like a, a cult success if you love Jim Carrey. Um, another one was Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a cult classic. I finally watched it last year. Um, not the new one. I finally watched the old one, Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a cult classic. And after I got done with watching the movie, I was like, hold up. I was like, why did they trash this movie so bad? Because it looks like a movie that will come out today. And I had to really sit and think about what I just said. Did I just say this movie from over 30 years ago looks like a movie that will come out today? Yeah, I did. I really sat there and thought, I was like, wait a second, hold on. This movie made way back then when Harrison Ford had dark hair. <laughs> like now he's got gray hair. Like he's like, you know, a grandpa, you know, this is before. Actually, I think it was right around his Indiana Jones times. But either way, all I'm saying is this movie was so old, <laughs> you know, it's I think like coming to America and all those movies from back in like the late 80s, it came out all the way back then. And look like a production or a movie that you would see, um, you know, within the last, you know, four or five years, which like if you've seen Avatar and all these cinematic juggernauts that we've seen over the years, um, it's like, wow, that's where we came from. Like, like that's what people were criticizing. That's what they hated on. And same thing with the new movie. Like they 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 treated this, the movie that the first movie that came out was hated on and didn't wasn't well attended. The new movie that came out was was hated on and not well attended. And and that's before coronavirus. <laughs> like I can't imagine what people are gonna do once we get out and about and we can really like let loose. Like, boy, watch out for St. Patty's Day. Um, or what is it? Mardi Gras? Yeah, wait, wait till Mardi Gras happens. But um yeah, the all of these things, these critiques that people when people bash these shows and these movies, um, all of these are notes that will help you build. I, like the, I had a buddy of mine um, explain this to me. Um, my barber actually always cut my hair, and he's like, "What model of phone do you have?" I was like, "I, I don't know." He's like, "What you got? The iPhone ten, eight, nine? What, what you got?" And I was like, I, "You know, I just got." little little easy phone <laughs> and uh he's like well if it's version seven that means they agreed that when they made the first one that it was good enough if you wait until things are perfect you'll never get it done good is better than perfect and i have friends like this they're perfectionists so they just can't settle on anything because there's just so much thought involved where eventually you're just like, OK, what do you want to eat <laughs> or what do you want to do? OK, you want to be fed? Let's go get fed. You want this? Let's go get this. You want to go on vacation? Let's go on vacation. OK, well, after you take the notes from this time, we'll take those notes from this time and go back and build a better time. 
build a better portfolio, build a better home, uh, build some better Nikes online or shop better or eat better or train better. You know, whatever notes we have as a critique, we'll write that down and you'll write down the behaviors and take notes on what people show you. Cheat codes. These cheat codes and shortcuts are helping people bypass a lot. And this is one thing that like it 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 gets me. Why are we caring so much about the people that aren't teaching us how to succeed? Okay? Like I I had to really sit and think about this one day. I was like, "Wait a second. Why am I listening to why am I listening to this person?" Like, if you're not helping my mind, my body, my soul, or my finances, if you're not helping one of those four components, like, like, what are you really doing for me? And, and here's the thing. Write down the behaviors and take notes on what people show you. Wolves hunt, flies annoy, and every tree, got this from my Jamaican friend, every tree has leaves, twigs, branches and a trunk everybody falls into one of those now those leaves they'll hang really strong during certain seasons but some of them will drop off those twigs they're going to serve the needs of the leaves but if a storm comes you know it won't really take much to knock those off if they're just little tiny twigs they did their purpose they grew a couple leaves they're good fall off now that branch That branch is a different story. You can swing from that. You can climb from that. You can cut stuff down and make stuff with it. You can put your treehouse in it. But that trunk, that trunk is everything. When you meet people that are trunks and they're solid and sturdy foundations, it's either going to be a quality foundation or a foundation where later, like you can see with my neighbors, (laughs) They had this tree was over 100 years old. That thing was rotted out and hollow. It was everything that could eat out of that thing had eaten it all up. So it was essentially a a phony, a fake. And that tree cracked during a storm. And what you could see, it was just hollow and empty inside. Whatever, Whatever had been eating and living in there all that time had finally cleaned it out. So understand that you got to take notes on what people will show you. Please don't be upset when they keep showing you the thing that hurts you. If you keep getting hurt by it, you're allowing yourself to be hurt by it. And it's not really a cheat code or a shortcut when people just know how to feed people out of a long-handled spoon. That's how you avoid the damage. That's how you avoid the drama. You look up and you've got friends and family members and people in your life that seem to never have the drama. Where's the shortcut? How do you avoid the drama? How do you avoid losing all this money during tax when when the the taxes come back out? How do you avoid losing all this money during uh, Black Friday and holidays? Like, what's the shortcut? What's the cheat code? What's the secret? People say. Well, like I said, I wish I could say there's no such thing as cheat codes and shortcuts, but that's not true. We all have them. Hey, you put a little bit of, you know, raw honey in there, a little bit of lemon. Yeah, put your tea in there. Tastes way better. 
little, little remedy I learned. It's a, it's a remedy. It's a recipe. It's a cheat code. It's a shortcut. Where in, in some other part of the country, some other part of the city, some other neighborhood, they're doing it another way and it's taking up too much time. It's too stressful. They don't like it. They like the results, but they don't like how they got there. So over time, you develop these cheat codes. You develop these shortcuts. You develop these recipes. You develop these plans, these plays in your playbook that ultimately help you bypass and do so much better than you did before. So (laughs) you go and have some bad food at a restaurant. You never go back, do you? But if you get in a bad relationship, you continue with that. Why? Why? Like, why? It's like I was thinking, like, I was watching Power, Angela and Power. I'm like, why are you going back? <laughs> and watching all these shows, you just wonder, like, Steve Urkel, like, all you do is get hurt by uh, uh, Laura. Why do you keep going back? If you eat at a bad restaurant, you never go back. There's your cheat code. There's your shortcut. <laughs> Hey, you got food poisoning last time. You don't go back. So for a lot of people, that experience is enough to make them say, you know what? Because of that experience. I did try. I'm not going to try that again. And you move on in your evolution and you're evolving. You adapt, you change. And that's where you get your shortcut. That's where you get your cheat code. That's where you move on to do better. You take the notes. You look at what you liked and didn't like. And you you stamp that and move on. You don't ignore what resonates with the inside of you. You make note of it. And then you move on. So, hey. All right, you all. I love you all. I hope you love me back. Please like, love, and share these messages. I've got so much more for you, especially with all the replies and and the messages and emails I'm getting. I love you all. Um, Yeah, please like, love, and share these messages, and I'll see you soon.